We'll see what they do with gun legislation in the United States. Doesn't include banning an AR. Doesn't include universal background checks. More money for mental health. Well, I guess it's just a question of what we mean by mental health. And as for red flag laws, as as I've said, I'm, I used to be really in favor of red flag laws. And I will say, conceptually, I am. I favor red flag laws. I favor the idea, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. I want to make sure I'm, I'm clear about this. I favor the idea that if you have a family member who is you know to be mentally unfit, that you have steps you can take to keep them from hurting themselves and others. I favor that. As long as we're talking about uh, adjudicated by a judge, I'm very okay with that. I think it's actually important. But when I see red flag laws that are abused, uh, then I, I have to go the other way in terms of taking away people's rights. And there were these two commentaries, uh, you know, about guns just showing incredible ignorance. The first from Donna Brazile in a conversation with former Governor Chris Christie at ABC. Donna, you said this morning that Democrats don't want to confiscate guns. But on the other hand, you have Beto O'Rourke this week in Texas saying that's exactly what he wants to do. So there are nuances to this issue. If people spoke about it the way you did, maybe there would be more opportunity for compromise. But did you do have people a both on the right and the automatic weapon? Donna, Donna, I to confiscating weapons that Beto O'Rourke was talking about this week. This hardens the debate. It hardens people's positions. Both extremes do. I'm sorry, both extremes do. But you got to love her. Do I need 20 rounds to get a deer? I don't know. Maybe you're a crappy shot. But you think I'm going to listen to Donna Brazile? Tell me about need? Oh, stop that. You have no power over me. Need. Need is the question of the tyrant. Did you need to give Hillary Clinton the, the questions to the debate? Oh, I'm sorry, too soon? Too soon? Can I get a ruling on that? I don't think it's too soon. There we go. Whenever somebody asks about need, they believe they have power and dominion over you. There is no answer to that question except to dismiss those people as people who don't believe in freedom, who believe in tyrannical rule of whatever it is their emotions tell them is important at the moment. I wonder how many armed security there are over there at the ABC studios where they were both sitting. A lot of, uh, of conversations about shootings over the weekend. Philadelphia, Chattanooga. I mean, there's shootings every weekend. But now all of a sudden we're paying attention? Okay. Good to know. You still think it's the gun? You think the shootings in Philadelphia had anything to do with an AR-15? I and I'm saying that not knowing. I am saying that not knowing. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet you that it wasn't an AR-15 that was utilized in shootings there on South Street in Philadelphia. Murdering a 22-year-old, a 27-year-old, and a 34-year-old. But that won't that won't matter. They'll still say, well, it's the AR-15. It's assault weapons. These people don't know what an assault weapon is. I was on Fox over the, over the weekend talking about this. 
And I said uh, these people couldn't tell you what an assault weapon is. They couldn't define an assault weapon to save their lives, which is true. They would have absolutely no idea how to define what an assault weapon is. Not a chance. But that the, this whole conversation is now out the window because this isn't what they're talking about in this in this legislation, right? This isn't the thing that they're talking about. They are talking about more money for mental health, and well, I'll listen to that. I just I just want to know what it means. That that's all. Like like, what are we arguing is mental health in this case, and and what should the money do? Because the idea that the answer is more money, more money, more money, uh, it's not the answer. The answer is culture, culture, culture. What is it that we're teaching kids about how to deal with, you know, how to how to feel good about oneself, about how to deal with, with stress, how to deal with rejection, all sorts of things. All sorts of things. And we don't do a very good job of it at all. I don't even remember. I mean, this wasn't the thing that I was, I was going to get into, right? But uh, that, that Donna Brazile audio drives me crazy but it's not necessarily as bad as the ridiculousness coming from pete Buttigieg, the secretary of transportation who got asked by george stephanopoulos how would you deal with this as the mayor of south bend well the the worst part of the job of being mayor is talking to families of uh, people who have lost their loved ones and knowing that nothing you can do will bring those loved ones back uh, we have a horrific scourge of gun violence in this country and uh, you know as, as mayor as every mayor is doing around the country you take the steps that you can to reduce community violence to invest in partnerships to make sure that, uh, uh, that you've taken the steps you can locally but you're also looking at washington to say will anything be different this time? Will we actually acknowledge the reasons why we are the only country, the only developed country, where this happens on a routine basis? And the idea that us being the only developed country where this happens routinely, especially in terms of the mass shootings, is somehow a result of the design of the doorways on our school buildings is the definition of insanity, if not the definition of denial. I've argued from the beginning that he's a smarmy dude. I haven't changed my mind. Do you really think that the conversation of doorway design is, well, that's the only reason this happens? No one has said that at all. And only an ignorant man who hates you and is interested in repealing and removing and rejecting the Second Amendment makes that argument. Pete is a smarmy dude. The idea about doorways and hardening targets and things like that are about how you could create better security in a school. We secure jewelry stores. We secure uh, football stadiums. Oh, government buildings are secured. Schools, nothing. And how dare you even think of bringing a firearm into the school? Now, again, I go back to my Fox hit, which unfortunately I can't share with you because the audio was just a disaster. For whatever reason, my audio came out terrible. Which is weird because we tested twice before I, I went on the air. Two different people I tested. Uh, same system. It happens to be a different mic than I'm using right now, but same place, same board, same everything. Super annoying. Super annoying. But my argument was 
was never mind these people, uh, you know, couldn't define assault weapon. Senator Ron Johnson put forth legislation that would have created best practices groups to figure out ways to keep schools safe. And it's possible that one of those ways could have involved a firearm. Arming the schools. And Chuck Schumer wouldn't let it happen. Wouldn't let the legislation move forward for a vote because it might involve uh, adding guns to schools. Well, we can't have that. Only with schools we don't do this. Now, you understand I'm not, I'm not defining the problem yet because that I don't have for you. I have my theories on societal rot and on cultural uh, issues and cultural degradation. Where, where you don't have people who are able to, uh, you know, handle their, their, their responsibilities properly, right? They're, they're not able uh, to do it. They don't know how to deal with their emotions properly. So there, there, is, there is a lot to this, and it needs more. But while we're figuring that out, I believe in keeping the schools safe. Jewelry stores we've figured out. Schools we haven't. That's, that's a mind scramble. And there's Pete Buttigieg on ABC's This Week. Engaging the most pseudo-intellectual, hateful nonsense. That's, that's who he is. That's who he is. But if we're going to have this conversation, let's have it in its totality. Let's talk about what happens when people who are th- there to engage safety don't. The story of this mom in Uvalde. This mom in Uvalde, Texas, who ran into the school to get her kids... And as CBS reports it, and did an excellent job, I think, police wanted to arrest her. So we are hearing this morning from a mother who ran inside the school in Uvalde, Texas, to protect her kids. She says that police held her back and handcuffed her as the shooting unfolded. Lily Luciano has the exclusive interview. So there's a whole story that goes on here. But I want to try and bring it to where uh, this woman um, speaks directly. Because what what she said is is exactly how you feel. Let me let me see if I'm in the right spot to bring it to you. She ran towards the school. As soon as they uncuffed me, I jumped that first gate fence, and once I jumped it, I went to my son's class, and I knocked on the door, and I remember the teacher saying. Um, I'm like, hey, they're already, they're already um, bulge cutting the fence to get me. She's like, you think we have time to get out? I said, you'll have time. I'm going to run for my other son. Once she was assured her son was okay, Gomez ran to get her other child, encountering more officers who tried to stop her. So I start yelling and I'm being a cooperative and I'm like, well, y'all aren't doing shit. What are y'all doing? Y'all ain't doing shit. Y'all need to be in here. Give me a vest. Somebody give me a vest. I'm something. I started paying attention to how far the shots were being. So that I knew the shooter was all the way still by my first son's class. Her name is Angelie Gomez, and she's a farm worker. She had dropped her kids off that day. It was their last day, and they wanted a picture with mom. She's like, oh, I've been working, and I'm a mess. I don't want to take this picture. Takes the picture with the kids, goes back to work. Gets a call from her mom, does Angelie Gomez, about the shooting at the school. She rushes over to the school at 100 miles an hour. That's how the reporting goes. They tried to stop her from going into the school. Well, you're parked here, and uh, you can't park there. You're being uncooperative. There's a shooter in the school, and the cops are worried about this woman being uncooperative. 
they tried to cuff her. Then someone said, get her out of the cuffs. And that's when, you just heard, she ran for the school to get her kids who were in two different classrooms. So when I went to my son, my second son's door, the teacher didn't want to open the door for me. So that's when they started um, escorting me out. And as I, as I see that they're opening my son's door, I go run for my son and I get him. With both of her kids out safe, Gomez still can't shake the thought of those who didn't make it. While you were inside the school, did you see officers there inside the school? There was not one school? officer inside the school when I In ran to areas. my second son's class. There was not one officer. And you were hearing gunshots, so you knew you that could hear the it gunshots. was an active shooter. It was still active. The gunshots were still active. They were not in there. There was no one in there. If anything, when I pulled up, my car was closer to the school than, the, where, than where the snipers and everybody that was laying on the ground were. When you heard that it took law enforcement 75 minutes before they went in and stopped the shooter, what was your thinking, having been inside the school yourself? I don't know. I was just thinking that they could have saved many more lives. They could have gone into that classroom and maybe two or three would have been gone, but they could have saved a whole, a whole more, the whole class. They could have done something, gone through the window, sniped them through the window. I mean something but nothing was being done if anything they were being more aggressive on us parents that were willing to go in there and like i told one of the officers i don't need you to protect me get away from me i don't need your protection if anything i need you to go in there with me to go protect my kids and if anything they were being more aggressive on us they were more pertain on keeping us back than getting into that school but Pete Buttigieg doesn't discuss stories like this he wants to say oh you just want to change the design of a door oh that's insanity that's hatred of you, me, and we. And the story here from Angelique Gomez is about hatred of you, me, and we. And, of course, her. I said from the beginning something that I, I, I was surprised to hear myself say, but it was just so clear and obvious that it had to get said. Police departments better be prepared that if they don't go in to stop a shooter, parents are going in. And parents don't give a damn what you think. Pull guns on us. We're going in. Tase us. Other parents are going in. You can't stop us all. Now, if you think that's me inciting a riot, I'm explaining to you exactly what's going to happen because you just saw what exactly happened. You have one job. Go into the school if it's under attack. Nobody wants to hear anything else. No one wants to hear why you didn't. Well, we weren't sure. Well, we thought this. You go in. And you can prevent maybe some of this from happening if we indeed arm the schools. Proactively. This is my take. This is my theory. Someone may have a better one. And that's why you got to have the conversation. But we can't leave the schools the way they are. Well, Tony, that's why we need to get rid of guns. Oh, no, 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 no. I have to assume the bad guy already has a gun. Well, Tony Duvalde, he had just purchased the firearms. Can we discuss how he did that? Because I don't have an answer about how this guy, who based on every account was a loser and his family had no money, how he afforded these weapons. I'm confused. What aren't we being told? How did he afford the gun? Plural, guns. I don't argue that we don't have a problem. 
I argue that the way to solve things is not taking away people's rights. We have a problem, so therefore nobody gets Second Amendment rights. We have a problem, so therefore nobody gets First Amendment rights. This is the way rational people think? That's the definition of insanity. But when you're Pete Buttigieg and you think you're on top of the food chain, what do you care if other people don't have their rights? Again, smarmy dude. But Angeli Gomez is all of us. Gonna go get our kids. And wait till you see how parents start fighting back. Oh, school shooter is gonna now know that the parents are coming. And they're coming heavy. Just get ready for that. Police departments better be ready. Because this is the new world. I'm Tony Katz.